Welcome to the podcast where you get your news and views of the sports world that we live in. And now here's your podcaster, Lige Weichers. Welcome to the Lige Weichers Show. Talk about being on a hot streak. That's exactly what I'm on. I've gone three, maybe even four weeks of the best sporting week of my life. And man, the good times keep rolling on. Last week I said all that I need for the greatest weeks of my life to extend is the Lions to beat the Bucks, and I'm confident that they will. What do you know? The Lions come out and get an eight-point victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not only that, they're headed to the NFC Championship game. That's right, the much be- The Detroit Lions are headed to San Francisco to play the 49ers for a chance, the right to go to the Super Bowl, something that the Detroit Lions have never done before. Imagine my glee when I see Jared Goff slinging the ball around against the Bucs, Jameer Gibbs running for a touchdown, and the defense playing their normal defense, giving up yards and not a ton of points, and getting the win. Forward field, what a run it's been this year. It was good seeing you, Forward field. You've brought us many wins, the controlled climate. It's been beautiful. Let's jump up. Let's talk about the highlights of the Bucks game. First of all, we got to talk about the slow start. Yeah, the Lions didn't play great at the beginning. The defense played pretty well, but, man, the offense couldn't quite get it going. 10-10 going into half. Oh, boy, I was starting to sweat. But you could just tell that the Lions were the better team. It was just a matter of time before the Lions pulled away. It is always a little concerning when you play close. Even though you're the better team doesn't mean you're going to score more points. That's the thing with a one-game sample is weird things can happen. But the Lions started to get it going. The offense started to get it moving, and they ended up winning 31-23. to The defense made it a little close at the end. There was a 4th and 14. They couldn't stop, and the Bucks scored a touchdown. People like to talk about, oh, why are they going for 2 down 14? Well, I'll just say this. If you don't know why they're going for 2 down 14, you don't know ball. That's all I'll say. In the end, the Lions come out on top. That's two playoff wins at home against the Rams and the Bucks. Two games they were favored to win. Two games I were confident they would win. And what did they do? They came out, they took care of business, and they're going to play the 49ers. Let's jump right into the preview of that game. Lions, 49ers. The 49ers just came off a actually a really close game against the Packers. They didn't look all that great. Was it a little bit of rust for not playing for two weeks? Hmm, maybe. Brock Purdy. Interesting. He wasn't playing like some star QB. When I look at the QB matchup in this game, I have to give the edge to the Lions. Jared Goff is better than Brock Purdy. This could be a controversial take. I think they're very similar players, but I would give the edge to Goff. He's proven it more. He makes less mistakes. I know people like to say, oh, Jared Goff, he's the goof sometimes. And even me, I say that. I hope the goof doesn't show up. But both of these quarterbacks could be really good and put up big numbers, or they could have bad games. Brock Purdy couldn't even handle a little bit of rain, but neither can Jared Goff. That's good news because it's supposed to be, I saw 67 and sunny in San Francisco. Man, the Lions are running hot. They have to go outdoors finally, and what do you know, it's good weather. Now let's talk about the Lions' offensive line. Unfortunately, Joe Jackson did get hurt. It's looking like it's going to be Oshika who's going to have to play backup left guard. Hmm, will he be okay? Well, probably not okay. He'll give up a lot of pressures, and that will be an issue. Frank Ragnow got hurt, but of course he showed some great. He showed that he is the heart and soul of this team, and he fought through. Looks like he's going to be good to go. That's very important because the defensive line is certainly the strength of this 49ers defense. Them, along with the linebackers, they're going to be a load to deal with. Sewell and Decker are coming off amazing games, and they're going to have to get the run game going. The Packers ran this toss sweep, got Aaron Jones on the edge a lot. That's going to be an important part of the Lions' strategy. Running up the mill might not work, but they are going to have to be able to run the ball, and I think they're going to be able to. Not only that, 
Throwing over the middle of the field may be a little more difficult. Fred Warner is an issue when trying to do anything across the middle of the field. Going to need a good game from Goff to, Goff to expose this secondary. And I think he has it in him. I think Aminrod can have a big game. We're going to need a JMO game. He hasn't been quite as great as I was hoping in these playoffs. He had looked like he might be breaking out. But he just has one to two big catches every game. And then Sam Laporte getting more and more healthy. Hmm, interesting. Can he make these linebackers miss after he catches the ball or can they even separate in the pass game also line signed zach Ertz. oh wow a big free agent name well not really a big free agent name but at least you know who he is because unfortunately brock wright broke his arm i'm not sure it's really going to matter much they're going to lean on laporter and anthony first will probably play more than zach Ertz if he's even elevated to the active roster but let's talk about the Lions' defense. What everyone says, yeah, their offense might be able to score a few points, but the Lions' defense is really going to let them down. And this is a classic bend, but don't break defense. They've given up a lot of yards, and I'm talking a lot of yards these last few games. The run defense hasn't been exactly what I've been hoping for, and you might be thinking, wow, it's going to be tough to get starts if you can't stop the run or the pass. And yes, this could be an issue, but turnovers. This is where this game is going to be won and lost. I think Brock Purdy could give him a couple. Can the Lions just hold up enough, make him keep throwing those balls over the middle? Tip balls, overthrows, maybe even just not reading the coverage right? The Lions could get a stop, a turnover, a pick six, some sort of big play, and Aiden Hutchinson going against this San Francisco offensive line? Hmm, everyone but Trent Williams? Yeah, that's a good matchup for Hutchinson. I think the Lions' defense is going to do what they always do. They're not going to look pretty. They're going to keep the Lions' offense in the game. And, man, seven-point favorites for the 49ers, to me, I think that's too many points. The Lions can keep this game close. If I had to pick, do I think they'll win? Probably not. But I think they'll have the chance to win. That's what I'm hoping for. I just hope they don't get blown out. I think the Lions can do this, punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. The preseason pick to win it all, the Lions are still in it. I think they can do this. Go into San Francisco, get the job done, stop Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. He's banged up. Will he even play? I'm guessing he will, but how much will he actually play versus being a decoy? We'll have to wait and see. I'll take the Lions to play a close game, and I think they can do it. My official pick is that they will win. That's a little bit of my heart, but a little bit of my brain. I think they keep this close. They need one or two breaks to go their way, and absolutely the Lions can advance to the Super Bowl. Now let's talk about... Ravens, Chiefs, another scintillating game. First, the Ravens, man, they dominated the Texans. A slow first half, but they bounce back nicely in the second half, and they get to face the Chiefs, who once again defeated the Buffalo Bills. Man, what an unfortunate end of the season it was for the Bills. I picked them to make it to the Super Bowl. I was confident that this was their year, that they could finally get over the hump of the Chiefs. They had the game at home. The Chiefs weren't at their best. What do you know? Patrick Mahomes going to Patrick Mahomes. Playoff Pat really is a thing. And man, it was frustrating to see. I thought Josh Allen played a really good game. You couldn't put this totally on him. Other people didn't let him down. But in the end, he had to be Superman. He couldn't just be good. He couldn't just be great. He had to be Superman. And he wasn't. And that was disappointing for me cheering for the Bills. Now we get Chiefs Ravens. Honestly, I think the spreads in these games are wrong. I think the Ravens should be the team that's a touchdown favorite. And the 49ers should be the three and a half point favorite. But the Ravens, only three-and-a-half-point favorites. Wow, is this Chiefs team really that good? Maybe they just beat up on a really bad Buffalo defense who is missing nearly all their starters on defense, especially at linebacker. I think the Ravens are going to show them a new level of defense, be able to slow them down. Mahomes is going to have to be a magician, which he is, but I don't think it's going to be able to overcome this defense. 
the narratives around Lamar that he can't win in the playoffs, or at least he hasn't proven it. I don't think he's too bad in the playoffs. He just hasn't done it as much as Mahomes. But I think the Ravens get over the hump. They get a big win against the Chiefs. Let's not forget who the Chiefs are. They're a good team. They're not a great team. I think the Ravens are a great team. This sets up the rematch. The Lions... Ravens game from early in the year. Well, let's not talk about that one right now. We'll talk about that in the future. But I think this is setting up. What a fun championship weekend. Now, there is a bit of news. I'm going to be out of the country for this game. I'm going to be cruising the high seas. That's right. From the Caribbean, I'll be watching the Lions. I'm I'm taking my fandom to international waters. And boy, am I looking forward to it. Not only that, I'm bringing the bucket hat. I'm going to be a full-fledged fan sitting on a boat in a sports bar in the middle of the ocean cheering for the Lions, and boy, am I looking forward to it. A couple notes to cover before I get out of here. Jim Harbaugh is now the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, I know what you're thinking. Wow, you must be devastated, Elijah. You must be appalled. How? What's going to happen to Michigan? How could they let this happen? And you know what? I would be. If Michigan had went and lost to Ohio State this year, I would be. If they went and lost to Iowa this year, I would be. If they had lost to Alabama, I would be. And if they had lost to Washington, I would be. But they didn't lose any of those games. That's the thing. Jim Harbaugh came in and he delivered what Michigan fans have been wanting for years and years and years, a national championship. So by all means, Jim, go to the NFL. Go search for that Super Bowl. L.A. Chargers, you're welcome. He's bringing, what, Jesse Mentor and his son Jay Harbaugh with him? You're welcome, Jim. We appreciate what you did for this team. We appreciate you what you did for this college. We appreciate what you did for the state of Michigan. Jim Harbaugh brought a championship home to Michigan, the first of two championships coming home to Michigan. And for that, I'm thankful. I think I speak for many people when I say thank you, Jim Harbaugh. This is not a time of sorrow. This is not a time to get down. This is a time of celebration. We thank Jim Harbaugh, the true Michigan man he is, for restoring Michigan football Restoring the Big Ten, and the Big Ten, I think, will once will eventually pay their respect for restoring the Big Ten football to the prominent conference in college football. So yes, it's disappointing to see Jim leave, but not for the reasons you might be thinking. Michigan, they will bounce back, and we'll talk about them in the future. But for right now, I say thank you, Jim Harbaugh, and best of luck at the LA Chargers. That's all I got for this week's episode. I appreciate you listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Light Dwight Your Show. Yes, I will be in international waters going to multiple different countries next week, so we won't get a show next week. The good news, we have a week in between the championship game and the Super Bowl. I'll be back in two weeks recapping these two championship games and looking forward to potentially a Lions Super Bowl. Boy, am I excited. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk next week.